0: You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. As you see, today's episode is all about how to date after a divorce. And I'm going to give you a full guide on how to do that. And I do it with a good friend of mine, another dating coach, and a Uh, a guy who has also gone through a divorce in his life. His name is Jonathan Aslay. And this is an interview I did actually just a couple years ago, and it was on my YouTube channel. But I know that not everyone who listens to the How to Talk to Girls podcast ends up going to the YouTube channel or maybe even finding this video. So I decided to take the audio from this video and put it here on the podcast. and It is great information and great tips to help anyone who's going through a divorce, who's been divorced, maybe divorced once or twice, to help you get back in the dating scene. If you're listening to this and you have not gone through a divorce or going through a divorce, I still think you're going to get a lot out of it. There's always some little tips in there or golden nuggets that are going to be good for you. For the guys who are currently struggling to meet women, during a divorce or after a divorce and you need more help and this is kind of like the straw that breaks the camel's back for you and you decide, you know what, I'm really going to take some action. You can work with me. I do coaching and I coach a lot of guys who are going through and have been through a divorce. That is a very common client of mine. So we can help you get back on your feet help you with the dating apps. I know for some people, it's like you never even use a dating app because you've been married for so long. so You have no idea where to start. We'll help you meet women there. We'll help you meet women in person. We'll get your charisma and your confidence back so you can meet more women and actually find someone who's going to be a good fit for you. Or maybe you don't even want a relationship. You just want to have fun and enjoy dating for a while. I will help you with that as well. If you need that help, go to coachedbytrip.com. The link there is in the show notes and apply. And The application is a quick application. You just fill out I ask a couple questions that are just trying to get to know you and your situation, and I would absolutely love to work with you because like I said, I've worked with a lot of divorcees and I've helped them get back on their feet. So Go ahead and do that at coachedbytrip.com, and I would love to help you. Why don't we get into it now? Here's my interview from just a few years ago with Jonathan Asley, here now on the podcast, The Ultimate Guide for Dating After a Divorce. Hey Trip Kramer here from tripadvice.com. And right now I'm sitting next to a very good friend of mine and an excellent dating coach his name is Jonathan Asley and he is a dating coach for women over 40 is that right? Mm-hmm. That's now that's not the reason why I'm having him as a guest today. I'm actually having him as a guest because he is a divorced man with kids mm-hmm. and he has done a ton a ton of dating after his divorce. So he knows a thing or two. He's actually one of my mentors. He gives me advice all the time. So he knows what he's talking about. And I wanna thank you for being here and sharing some, I mean, some intimate stuff we'll be talking about today. And it's cool that you'll be sharing it with some of these guys, so. No, I appreciate the opportunity. I think divorce is
1: something that doesn't get talked about enough in the dating realm. So even having this chance to talk to your
0: community is really great. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be fun. But I know for you who's watching right now, you know, I mean, if you're watching this video, I'm guessing you're divorced. By the way, if you're watching this video and you've never even been married before, but you're just curious, mm-hmm. stick around because there's a lot of great information here. And yeah, maybe not all that's going to apply to you, but I always say you should be watching these videos anyways, because there might be a nugget or two that you'll take away and it could be something that can help. So this is not just solely for you if you are divorced, but I know probably the majority of you who are watching are divorced and we're going, going over some really good stuff today. So you can learn how to move forward from the divorce or the separation, which we'll also be talking about, yeah. and be able to get back in the dating scene. Let
1: me add, though, because you could also be dating a divorced person. So you might not have never been married, but you could be dating a divorced person. I think we'll talk about that. Okay, as well. cool.
0: Cool. We'll touch yeah. upon that. All right. First, Jonathan, let's talk about your story. Maybe you know, give the guy who's watching right now a little bit of background on... Your divorce, if you want to get even detailed of like why it happened. <laughs> no, let's not go
1: there. <laughs> okay, maybe,
0: okay, maybe not there. But at least we can get into it and maybe you can share what it was like going through it. Yeah. And then some of your thoughts and your concerns and your worries when you were getting divorced and thinking like, well, how am I going to meet women again? How am I yeah. going to get back into the That's dating true. scene? I, you know, I have, you know, friends who are now at that point where there's some divorces going on and they're saying to me like, yeah. What am I gonna do? How am I gonna date again? It gets it gets pretty scary. So maybe you can no, share your and story. I,
1: and I appreciate that. And you know, I will say this as far as my divorce. Um, like a lot of couples, we just kind of started drifting apart and we didn't know how to bring it back together. And the more we drifted apart, the more of a wedge was between us. Mm-hmm. And so when we chose to get a divorce, I mean that was a tough thing. I I think people underestimate the emotional impact divorce has on you. And I mean, there's we always talk about the financial impact and the, the disposition of your home and all that kind of stuff. But I'm talking about the real emotional effects. And, yeah. and guys, I could go on and on about this for the entire show, but, I, you know, but let's talk about dating a bit. But I will tell you personally, there's no way to prepare for it. I mean, even this video is going to only give you a smidge of what really happens on the inside. So just know this, you're not alone. There are lots of guys out there. Don't be afraid to reach out to other guys for help. Okay. And I really mean that because your compadres, those people around you, the people either been there or even your good friends are going to be your greatest source of strength.
0: So please avail yourself if you're going through one. Okay. okay. So basically you're saying, don't just strain yourself and put yourself alone, but try to, have a support system around you. Whether don't, you don't friends or, yeah, yeah,
1: don't have a stiff upper chin and saying, you know, I'll do this on my own. Yeah, reach out to people. Don't do this by yourself. And if you don't have friends that have gone through it, then reach out to people that have gone through this because it is—it's nothing like you've ever experienced before. Are there support um, groups? Oh, there's tons of support groups. You know, there's groups. like you
0: AA can, and things like that. I yeah.
1: don't <laughs> like support There's groups. Divorce Anonymous.
0: <laughs> I don't think so. there's a,
1: Well, no, but there's all kinds of support groups, you know, out there. But you have to check in your local community. Um, and it's just men's groups, that sort of thing. Cool. Um, and this is a great support group. You've got my good friend, you know, Trip right here. And he's a great support to all you guys out there dating. And I know when I went through my divorce, like literally the first thing I did was I went
0: online and started dating. Now, how soon after your divorce <laughs> were you doing that?
1: I mean, I think if I filed Come for on. divorce on Thursday, I was on Saturday night. Wow. <laughs> well, but, because I was, was in un- but I was in an unhappy marriage. Yeah. I was in an unhappy marriage. We, lived se- we literally lived in separate bedrooms. So just going out there dating was just a relief from this being repressed for so long. So, and guys, let me just tell you something, you know, and it's been a little while since I divorced, but, you know, I thought online dating was real easy. You just punch in exactly what you want, you know, five foot five to five foot eight, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, whatever, you know, wherever she lived, that sort of thing. And someone would magically appear. And sure enough, they did. And oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't think you are going that route. No, no, they really did. They all. They they no, because women were popping up left and right. You yeah. know what I mean. This was before Bumble and that sort of thing. Yeah. But um, I'll never forget my first date. Fantastic lady. We had a great time. We had fun. There was real great connection. But the date ended, and something wasn't right. Okay. So sure enough, a few days later, I connect with another woman online. We're talking this and that. We set up a date. We get together. Great date, wonderful girl, something wasn't right. Okay. Went on another one, another one, another one. In one year, I had over a hundred internet dates. Wow. And That's I realized that something wasn't right was me. How many dates is that? Look no, no, for? hear what I just said. Okay. Something wasn't right was me. Yes. I wasn't ready for a relationship. I certainly was ready for the basics of, you know, the sh- short courtship, having sex, but that was as far
0: as it could go. Emotionally, I wasn't ready to be dating. So, do you think that the guy who's recently divorced should wait? And if so, how long?
1: You know, I don't want to set any rules, you know, but I will say to you, it takes you a good two years to unravel the tapestry of your old life and to reintegrate into your own life. Okay. So, let me just say that again you're unraveling this tapestry of your old life where you were a we, and now you're coming back to your me, to your I, to your sovereignty. And take some real time to do that. Don't be naive here and think you can just turn it, go into another relationship, and things will all be better. Yeah, you've got to do inner work. And for those who aren't familiar, I'm talking about personal growth work. And you can start with Tony Robbins or Wayne Dyer, um, just to get intro, you know introduced to it. And then if you start going deeper and deeper, but this is all about healing within yourself.
0: Yeah, because at yeah. this point, I mean, depending but let's just say you've been in a marriage for a minimum a couple of years, which means you've been dating her for a couple of years and that's just the minimum. So it's possible you've been in a marriage for maybe 20 years. So there's this like identity that you don't really have because your identity is, well, I'm a father or I'm a husband or you're very attached to the connection to the the people you were once with in your family. And now what it sounds like is you're going through this, Whole new process of being like, well, who am I? Like, who who, exactly. who am I on my own? Yes, right. Yeah. So that's what and by
1: the way, about. this is true of people just in short, you know, in relationships too. For those of you yeah. that aren't married and never been married, that's the same thing for you too. You could have been in a three, four, five, six, seven year relationship. You're unraveling that and coming back to your own. Right. Yeah. It doesn't and,
0: even matter if you're married or not. If yeah. It's just a, a breakup of some sort.
1: So it's no different. I mean, with marriage, well, let me backtrack with marriage. There is a big difference. I mean, it's a legal contract. Right. And if there's children involved or there's money issues, this is a very complicated thing. This isn't something that you can just wave a magic wand and it's going to be fine.
0: Right. There's a you, process.
1: Yes, exactly. So but from a dating realm, I was just out there dating, having a good time, you know, and, and I want to tell you something, you know, being divorced is actually a huge badge of honor. Because women are more, are on some level attracted to men who are divorced.
0: Okay. Why is that? You know, okay. I, mean, I, I have some ideas, but okay.
1: <laughs> I'm going to give you an example. And I mean, this is kind of a not a crude example, but I'll never forget I was about 42 years old, had just been divorced a year or two. And I went to a party where a friend of mine, who has, was a few years older than me, he's 45, never married. And I invited a bunch of girls I met from online dating (laughs) sites to come to this party. Right. And I said, there's going to be lots of guys there, but my guy's the eligible bachelor. And three women turned to me and they said, oh, so he's not married. Right. And one of them said, I would date, I'd never date a man, I'd date a man who's been divorced and cheated on his wife over a man who's never been married. Wow. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, because at least that guy shows he can make a commitment. Unbelievable. Okay. On some level, women see a man who's has been divorced as at least he made a commitment, and all those that notion about men being commitment phobes. So if you're in your late 30s, your early 40s, and you're never married versus or versus you guys that have been divorced, you're going to seem like a greater catch. Interesting. I, I swear to God, it's
0: psychological, but it works. Now all the guys out there who are watching this and not divorced are like, <laughs> okay, now I need to get married. Get <laughs> you know, no, stop, please, stop one, stop please. Two. Please don't do that. <laughs> okay, so basically what you're saying at this point is if you are divorced, yeah. you shouldn't feel so bad or be afraid of going out there and dating again and having to no. admit to someone that no, you've no been either. that you've been divorced. No, like, there's no, there's, there's, no
1: there's no shame around. It. Maybe that was that way 50 years ago, but like I said, it's almost like a badge of honor these days, you know. And I know dating for me was I also wanted to date women you know I okay so guys just real quickly I'm divorced and I had two children. So my kids are grown now but they were much younger when I was divorced. And when I was dating, I was actually looking to date other women who were divorced with children because I felt like they could get me.
0: Yeah. There's right an up an the best
1: connection. Yeah, there's a camaraderie there. Yeah. So and whether that was really the right strategy or not per se It was just something I felt comfortable with. And also, I was at a point where I knew I didn't want to have any more children. So there is kind of this, you know, dating a woman who's been never married, no children, was going to be, you know, if I start to get into a relationship, they're going to want children. Mm -hmm. I knew I didn't want to go that route. Right. So there's a benefit to dating a woman
0: who's divorced with children. So it sounds like it's kind of a win-win. It It can be. be. They're going to be dating a woman who's divorced, and you guys already have that that connection because you both get it and you've been through the same troubles or you're with someone who isn't divorced and well, it's fine anyways, because at least you've shown that you can commit. Exactly. (laughs) And
1: what's interesting is there's kind of this difference between men who are separated versus men who are divorced. Okay. Because, separated still that could mean you might get back together with your wife okay or it might mean you're just going through the actual mechanics of a divorce so for those of you guys that are separated women actually now look
0: at that as being kind of a question mark if you will well yeah because you're not officially divorced which means you could technically get back together together. yeah i mean you could anyways but Still, it doesn't feel like there's like an official stamp when exactly. you guys are done. Yeah.
1: So so women
0: actually look kind of negative negatively to men who are separated. Okay. So do you think that a guy who's watching this who's separated should still date? I mean, it feels no. like it's not a good idea because well it depends on what the separation. I guess they're separated and they're about to get a divorce. You know, here's the thing about dating. You know, much
1: of dating is in today's world, much of dating is really learning about yourself, what you like and what you don't like. I mean, that's what dating is about, is getting a sense of another person. But the benefit you gain is you get to learn about what you like and what you don't like. And I know guys who are watching this, you've gone out with a bunch of women. Some of them were just were not right for you. But if you paid attention as to why they weren't right for you, you learned about the woman who is right for you. So that's what dating is really about. Yeah. So but what about the people who've done that and then got married and then got a divorce? Well, divorce—you have to kind of start over again too. You, you're you're starting off at a different set point in yeah. Your life, yeah. So it makes sense to date. Now, does that mean you should date the minute you moved out of the house? You know, I'm not here to tell you what you should or shouldn't do. I, I will tell you as a coach for women, and this is my specialty. I tell women stay away from guys who have been a divorced for less than two years, because they're usually not emotionally ready. That's what I tell my clients. Now that's not a hard set, fast rule, but a rule of thumb. And most of you guys won't be ready, but that's not for me to say either here or there, whether or not you should go out and date and meet people and make connections. Just do one thing,
0: be honest with yourself or be honest with someone else. But I bet also a lot of those guys that you're talking about You're saying, you're saying to the women, they shouldn't be dating guys who have been divorced less than two years, but probably majority of those guys are not doing the advice that you gave earlier, which is working on themselves, going through personal development, going to therapy, doing retreats, reading books, watching YouTube videos, et cetera, et cetera. So I bet you, I did none of that. You didn't know that. By the way, can I I I tell you a quick story? I I want to tell you
1: guys a quick story. I'll never forget. I've been online dating for five months and this fantastic, gorgeous girl, uh, emails me and she says, how long you've been divorced? Because on my match doc or my dating profile said divorced. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I'm actually not divorced. I'm separated. And she goes, well, how long you've been separated? I go five months. And she writes me back. She goes, reach out to me when you've been divorced for 18 to 24 months and you've had one or two transition relationships. Okay, and I'm like, "Well, why?" She goes, "You're not ready for a relationship." I go, "No, no, I'm ready. I'm so ready. I was unhappy in my marriage." Blah blah blah. Yeah. Sure enough, three months later, okay, so this girl doesn't go out with me. Three months later, I meet a fantastic gal. I mean, I really liked her. I liked her a lot, and we started dating. We had a good time, and sh- in about three months into the relationship, that was as far as I could go emotionally. But what do you I mean? pulled away because it was a, it was too much responsibility. I wasn't ready for a relationship. Right. And that girl who said, you're not ready, was She's right. Right. She's she, right. And I had to have one or two transition girlfriends. Right. So on some level, and then I had to be honest with myself and tell that to women. I go, I really don't where I know where I stand. I know I'm willing to give it a shot, but I can't make you any promises. Right. And that can be unattractive to women, you know, because they want to hear that a guy knows he knows what he wants. But the reality is for those watching, divorce, you don't know. And so it, take, it takes a little bit of time. It takes a little time. Yeah. So check in with yourself always, and at least do your best to be in integrity.
0: Okay. Cool. Okay. Let's transition. Okay. This is a good time to go into. Okay. Now let's say the guy is ready, or yeah. he's not only really taking the advice from this, and he's just like, yeah, whatever. I want to I'm date, jump in. I want to <laughs> do that. So whatever. Whether you're going to wait, work on yourself, you know, heal some things, or yeah. you're not, uh, let's give some advice to the guys of. Okay. Now you want to date. Like what's, what's step one here? Like, what do you do? Like, wh- where do you meet women? What's the best place? Isn't that what you talk about all the time? <laughs> yeah, but a- we, need a different, <laughs> we, we need, I've never been divorced.
1: So, well, you know what, I got to tell you, online dating is like my number one place to meet new people and make new friends, especially for those in the over 40 category, because 50% of all new relationships are happening with an online connection. And that might be starting to be even more true in your age demographic. Um, You know, whether it's an online dating site like a Match.com or OkCupid or something like that, or a Bumble or a Tinder. Mm -hmm. Or for me, one of the best places to meet new people was Facebook. Interesting. I love making... What what was that? Just reconnecting with people... Well, it starts off with your circle of friends that's yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. But then when you see like your friend, like my friend Max, you know, knows this other girl named Tammy, you know, yeah. kind of thing. I'm like, wow, she's kind of cute. So I, you know, instant message Max and yeah. say, what's going on with her? And he tells me a little story and I see that she posted on your page and we start interaction and we start liking she becomes a friend. And we just, once you get that little bit of interaction going. Yeah. And I don't know if you talk about Facebook interaction. Actually, do, I do. I have a video on that. So if you want to check that okay. out, <laughs> how to pick
0: up girls on Facebook.
1: I got to tell you, face, Facebook is where everybody is at. Yeah. yeah. So, but well, now all the kids off, are on Snapchat.
0: That's yeah, all. but
1: all but it's more innocent because it starts off. Actually, you make a better connection with someone that you connect with on Facebook because it's it's not coming with that pressure of an expectation. And it's a little bit safer because they can see your profile. They see what you're all about. They feel like they know you a little bit better. In fact, for those guys, I want to say something to you about Facebook in general. Facebook is like your own personal national inquirer. In other words, what you put on there, the world sees. So you have a chance to put on your best front foot forward, so to speak. Okay. So and, and really think about that for a second, because if you're a, especially for like a woman, I have my clients look at a man's you know, Facebook page and if it's wild party shots and it's always a bunch of strippers and hookers and that sort of thing, you know, what? that's probably not the kind of guy you want to be dating. So what I want to say to you is you may want to limit, you know, to only your close personal friends who see some of that more intimate stuff in your general Facebook page. Think about it like it's. Almost think about it from like a job perspective. You wouldn't want your your employer to see those things. So save those intimate things for your friends that you can like hit your privacy. But what happens with Facebook, if you start meeting and connecting with women, you build up a slight little bit of friendship. And what's that known? That's called know, like, and trust. Mm -hmm. They know you, they like you, and they trust you. So right off the bat, if you ever do see them face-to-face, you've already got a built-in connection. Yeah. You don't have to go through that awkward phase of getting to know one another like you do if you meet someone at a bar or
0: some other outside venue. So parallel to that, what I like okay. to do for dates, if okay. I meet a girl online or okay. on an app, what I like to do is get them on the phone yes. before the first date. Yeah. So what I say, this is my my little my little coined term, I say, mm-hmm. don't have a deaf date. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right? Blind date. Date, date, right. Okay. I mean, don't go into the death date. Again, this is specifically well, an online date. Okay,
1: and let me just say this. I always say the first date is the telephone call.
0: The oh, okay. telephone sure, call sure, is Dad. the
1: first date. Right. Because I gotta tell you, I've made connections with women over the phone so that when we met in person. The attraction it was like, yeah, the attraction was oh, the there. there. I mean, especially if you start going really. <laughs> Guys, I don't want to say this on camera because my kids might watch. Why only only <laughs> tens of
0: thousands? Of oh my God, of
1: thousands! Of people <laughs> might see this. I got to tell you, if you meet someone <laughs> online and you can get straight to phone sex, there's a good chance it's going to be on. <laughs> yeah. on when yeah, you see yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just kidding a little. Well, that's true. But no, he's not. he's not. He's
0: not kidding at all. But anyways, yeah, getting on the phone is a great way to kind of build that pre-attraction oh, and make it more comfortable. And, and by the way, since I mentioned phone sex,
1: here's the thing. Don't go in with that intent because that's going to turn a woman off right away. Yeah, I'm just, you know, what I'm suggesting is if you spent some time on the phone, you built rapport. It was friendly. It was, you know, very back and forth. A lot of what I call me twos. You like 80s music, me too. You like sushi, me too. You do these lots of me twos that builds rapport, that builds that trust.
0: See, I always found that that is a little bit, well, I don't know, it depends if we're talking about meeting a girl at the very first moment, like if you go, if you're at a bar, meet a girl, and you do the me too. It's not. It's a little bit needy. It's like, oh, you're just trying to agree with her. You know what I mean? I feel like that's not. No, it's asking right her what she
1: likes, and you can either say me too, or you share something what you like, and she goes, oh, me too. In other words, it's not. Look, and I'm not suggesting you force it on. It's a natural conversation. But when you find out your similarities, you feel safer with one another. That's yeah, I, I
0: guess it would be this: don't lie. You know what I mean? Like, don't yeah. don't just say me too because I don't I don't want guys to think that. They need to agree with the girl and like all the things that she likes in order yeah. to get attraction. I can see a guy right now watching and be like, oh, I'm just gonna say me too. Since no, no, gonna, no. Because you know
1: that's inauthentic. And I think that goes against everything Trip talks about is being your authentic self. Always be your authentic self. And quite frankly, if it's something you don't like,
0: speak up. Just and and I think that up. I think even too, if there's something that you don't like and yeah. you're like, if she's like, I don't know, just say something that you like. I mean, <laughs> well, I like sushi, for example. I mean, uh, so I'm like, oh, I hate sushi. is the worst. How could you eat that stuff? Well, you know it's so... You know I what always the- think that can almost build more attraction because you're not just being so agreeable. And maybe, I totally agree, you know, but you
1: know it's so funny. Sushi is a deal breaker for people. I don't know why.
0: And oh, I'm just, it's a, deal, it's a deal breaker for people. <laughs> yeah, I, know. Well, the girls, yeah, I love sushi. Stuff. It's like sushi. Like, we're not going to yeah, It's like fun. saying you don't like alcohol or something. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you don't like sex. Exactly. And I'm just
1: joking, but it's funny. And it's not about sushi. It could be about anything. Um. And yeah. you're right. So it is standing in your truth. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, where were we going with this? Okay. Oh, telephone call. So just, yeah. again, the telephone call is the first date. It's building rapport. It's a way to really connect so that when you do meet, it feels safer. You actually can give each other a hug. You know, um, in other words, you feel comfortable enough to give each other a
0: hug. If you can start off with a hug with a woman, you're just meeting for the first time. I, and I, and it's like, I always say on the first date, no matter what always start with a hug yeah i mean because if you guys have agreed to go on a date yeah then i don't think that that's weird you know what i mean and also you're starting off the relationship already touching so you're already kind of like saying to her like listen yeah. i'm a touchy-feely guy and i <laughs> and I, I am not looking for this to be a friendship you know what i'm saying yeah, you do that again? yeah.
1: Okay, <laughs> i'm a touchy-feely guy too and okay. actually it tells you a lot about a woman because if she pulls back or something like that it gives you a little insight into who she is, but we're Sure, not and how about comfortable that. she is. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I want to add something too, because you said, you know, he he's really big on online dating. You're also dealing with a lot of women who are older and it's just a lot easier. Even for guys, it is easier yeah. to meet people online when you're, I don't know, over 40. But I want to push my agenda still on the importance of doing what's called cold approach, the stuff yes. that I teach, right? Yeah, I yeah, teach yeah, guys, yeah. which is going out during the day or going out to even bars or lounges or wherever. The girls are that you want to attract and going up and talking to them. Because, again, I don't know how old you are who you're watching. So you could be 25 and divorced. You could be 60 and divorced. Yeah. And so I think there's all different ranges and, I, and, and, and ways to meet women. And I don't want solely for you to focus on online dating. My, my thing is this. I always tell guys, you should be doing everything. Yeah, online dating
1: is just one spoke in the wheel, whether it's. A Bumble or Tinder, a Match yeah, or yeah, Facebook. Those that, are all a spoke in the wheel, and certainly organically or outside, if you will. Um, meet people is that what you call it cold? Yeah, because it's cold, you don't know them yet. True, because yeah. every and here's the challenge you have to recognize that everybody you meet that's cold is a stranger, right. they don't know you, and we've already have a built in. Rejection of strangers because as children we were told don't talk to strangers. Yes. So we have to, and I I love that you teach that just that bridge of getting over that place of cold into a little bit of lukewarm. Yeah, because if you can start from that place of lukewarm, great. And whether it's I, I got to tell you, I met as many women out in nightclubs and 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 restaurants and that sort
0: of thing as I did online dating. Yeah, and women are everywhere. I mean, online, yeah. offline, it doesn't matter. And there's so many. There's so many women who are, who are online who are not offline and vice versa. So you're getting oh, a bigger so, pool. So here's one thing going back to divorce. though. So let's say, you see, here's the thing.
1: Oh God, I'm talking so fast right now. I'm excited about this thing. Okay, uh, <laughs> talking about your divorce can actually bring you closer to someone who's already divorced. Because okay. remember I talked about camaraderie. Here's a game killer though. If you talk negatively about your ex-spouse, Mm. If you make it out to be her fault, if you make it out to be, you know, blaming her demonizing, demonizing her, her, what happens is you look like a victim. Now, to some cases, a woman might find that attractive on some level, but truly on a subconscious level, she won't because she's like, oh, he's it, it was all his ex wife's fault. He must be an angel. But the truth is to the guy that takes ownership to what happened in the marriage and takes at least a 50 ownership of what happened with the divorce i should say he's gonna look like a real stand-up guy even if she cheated even if she cheated and just go you know what i took part of it i was neglected her like if she cheated but he says you know what yeah. i have to take some responsibility i neglected my wife and i'll never do that again bam, you gain such solid credibility Mm -hmm. with that woman. She's like, wow, that's a stand-up guy because he didn't point the finger at her. He took at least some responsibility. Right, right. I mean, it's just more mature. Yeah, and that's instant attraction. Women will be gravitating towards you Yeah, if you own your part. I'm not saying you have to take 100% responsibility, but take 50% and you're
0: going to look so much more attractive. Yeah, you're the bigger guy in the situation. Yeah. I like that. All right, let's talk about this. Let's talk about kids, and I want to okay. talk about this last because I know like okay. some guys out there that don't have kids and have not had kids when yeah. you know they got the divorce. But again, if you're not divorced, you're still watching this. Stay tuned because you okay. might get divorced and have kids, and now you'll know <laughs> what to do because okay. you had kids and you got divorced. So I don't know. Talk about that a little bit. Like you know, were there any struggles in terms? Again, we're talking about dating. So
1: you know what? I'm going to speak to those guys out there, their fathers, for one second. The worst thing I did in my divorce was I abandoned my children to some degree for chasing pussy. Excuse me. I'm bluntly saying that I was the many times I put my kids aside so I could chase girls. Mm -hmm. And that was so not cool. Okay. That just wasn't cool for them. And I mean, since then I've, I'm very loving towards my kids and I learned my lesson, but please, whatever you do, Really make sure that if you have children, you're going through a divorce and you're dating, that you give them a fair amount of your time because it's just not cool for them. Yeah. Um, but kids were also a great way to meet women. Okay. There was the soccer field, you know, where everybody, all the other divorcees. And I've got, got to tell you, they were dropping like flies what do you when mean my, when I was getting divorced the divorce was just starting to happen with everybody in my okay, community because you were at that age yeah you were what 42 I was 40 I was 40 years old 41 okay. and I got to tell you I tell you a quick story I was dropping off my son at school and I see him say hi to his best friend and his best friend was with his mom and I'm like hey Colin what's the story between them, you know, what's the story with her? And he goes, Oh, they're divorced. <laughs> and I go, great. So I start interacting with this divorced mom. But unfortunately when I got home or when I got home, the next day I get a phone call from my ex wife. She goes, um, I heard you were flirting with so and so. She goes, Don't bother. I already told her what an asshole you are. Oh my God. <laughs> I got cock blocked by my ex wife. <laughs> so uh, be careful where you flirt. <laughs> but I got to yeah. tell you that my kids were a great way to meet women. Chuck E. Cheese was a great place. Okay. I mean, the soccer field out in public because they're like, it's like almost like taking puppies out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they so bring you, you this instant credibility that you're a good guy.
0: And you're killing two birds with one stone. You get to spend time with your kids, <laughs> do a little flirting. Hopefully your ex-wife doesn't find out about it. And but then, anytime
1: yeah. I was out, you can almost bet that if a woman was out with her kids, it was a good chance she was divorced. And divorced women and from a dating perspective, even if you guys are single out looking, they are like, they're thirsty to be in a
0: relationship. Yeah. Divorced women are a hot commodity. Because they've been lonely for a long time. It's they not like they be. just started being lonely because they're divorced. Yeah. I'm sure there was a lot of problems going on yeah. before the divorce, and yeah. so they're feeling pretty alone. Yeah. yeah. So you're just going to take advantage of, <laughs> of that? <them. laughs> good, good advice, Jonathan. Well, I know your community, and they want all the best advice they can get, so we're doing our best here. <laughs> I love it. This is really good. Um, I know we only have a, a couple minutes left. Maybe you want to say anything else, anything to the guy who's divorced right now, what he's going through, um, any other kind of messages to them, but I think this you is know, really helpful. And I just want to say, you know what,
1: do that investment in your inner work. As I told you in my personal journey, I went on a hundred internet dates and they were, and it wasn't fair to the women. I wasn't ready for it. Mm-hmm. And, um, some work before you go out there whether it's reading a really good book about personal growth or like i said following tony robbins or wayne dyer just to name a few i mean there's tons out there because when and that's actually it's really good this is vice good for anybody but the more authentic and stronger you are the more attractive you
0: are to women i promise you it makes a big difference yeah i love it awesome jonathan thank you so much i mean i know you coach women so there's not much for these guys to work with you. But if you right? guys get value from it, I'm happy for you, my Okay, friend. well, good. Well, thanks for being here. And uh, yeah, like this if it helped you. And I, if you made it this far in the video, mm-hmm. write down below. Say thanks to Jonathan. Um, you know, if you guys write a good question in there, I'll go in, I'll try to answer it. I'll try to get Jonathan to answer I'll it. I'll do that. So go ahead, write a comment down below. Subscribe to the channel because you're going to need more advice on how <laughs> to meet girls now that you are single. So thank you. Thank you. Talk to you soon.